What's up, dirtbags, and welcome back. It is episode 208 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Welcome back, Matt. It feels good to be back. Holy moly. Back down here in the beat lab. Yeah, that's right. It's been... Uh, Spitting some mad yeah, fishing rhymes. It was uh, two weeks since we put out an episode. Uh, we, we'll we we'll tell you all about uh, our trip out to HOH and uh, why we ended up not uh, recording an episode last week. But uh, no, it feels good to be back. Uh, we appreciate all you guys uh, that uh, were patiently waiting for a new episode. But uh, here we are. Here we go. And uh, this week's episode is brought to you by our buddies over at Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, Nick and Josh uh, were out at Hooked on Hardwater with us last week. Todd, uh, of course, back in Sioux Falls, holding down the fort, watching a storm, storm come in. I mean, yeah. He didn't know where to be. Should he I couldn't be at the get weather? a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I got a feeling... Uh, I got a feeling the uh, the National Weather Service was maybe just a smidge busier with that storm coming than I than believe, the Dakota Angler. It was pretty a wild. It was a wild storm. So yeah, yeah. Unless somebody was going to do some tackle prep at home, <laughs> I, I don't think there was a ton of people thinking. You know what? This is the this is the day to be out fishing. But uh, um, either way, uh, Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, they got a lot of sales going on, and uh, um, you know uh, if you if you got some ice fishing stuff that you wanted to get before the end of the year before that stuff gets uh, put into storage uh, and, and before the next year's uh, stuff comes out uh you know obviously fall fall this coming fall uh you know a lot of stuff on sale right now and uh, it's the time to get it if you want it it definitely is because i mean we still have a lot of good ice for sure left out there so there's still you know a good amount of ice fishing left so stop in there and see those guys and check out their inventory and they can get you all hooked up and maybe they're even starting to get some of the spring stuff because that's getting here too i mean it is a lot of the rivers i mean there's guys we saw boats going down the interstate this week so there's guys hitting like the chamberlain area and up in pier i know that they're getting the boats out and fishing so it's going to be that's going to be here before you know it too with that early ice and uh when the early ice goes out or i say early the late ice late ice goes, goes out, out yeah. and uh that early that fishing is going to be here that ice out fishing is going to be here so uh, get yourself stocked up and if you can't make it over there online online www.dakotaangler.com use code dirtbag at checkout uh save yourself a couple extra bucks and uh, you'll be happy you did you damn right you will be you'll be damn happy and they're they're deliver i mean you're gonna get it super fast oh they'll beat amazon i'll guarantee uh, I think it i mean would they beat Jimmy John's? They're freaky fast over they, there when you order from Dakota Angler. There's a chance you can order a sandwich and uh, and, and uh, yeah, yep, you get them both on the same and, yeah. delivery. Yep. No, there's been a lot of people actually talking about that on like ice fishing South Dakota yep. and whatnot about how fast uh, Dakota Angler shipping is. And uh, I'll, I'll be honest, like I've ordered on there, and uh, um, I mean it's it's within an hour or two. I've got a ship notice, and next day. Yep. Next day. So uh, can't beat that. Can't beat the code angler. Plain That's and right. simple. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty awesome what those guys were doing out there at HOH for us. So. Absolutely, they uh, they provided bait for all the pros out there on the ice. That's sixty pros, sixty seventy kids out yeah, there. Just a bunch of people and, out there. Uh, Josh and Nick were cruising around, slinging wax worms, and slinging spikes. Spikes. I mean, they were just. <laughs> They were the plug. What they were. They were the plug. Got what you need. <laughs> we got what you need. They even had. They even had Nighthawk along with them. I they think did. they were running I think, security. I think he was the official bait man driver. I mean, he yep. he was wing, winging that four wheeler around and getting after him. You bet. You bet. Um, uh, new fishing license uh, in Minnesota. Um, if you're a Minnesota resident, if you're planning on going fishing in Minnesota. Uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't gotten a fishing license uh, yet, uh, a new fishing license yet this year, uh, it's time because uh, the day this episode drops is the day that uh, the new ones go into effect. Uh, February 28th, last day of the old ones, uh, March 1st, first day of the new ones. Yeah. So uh, um, in Minnesota, $52 for a non-resident. I don't know what it is for a resident, but, uh, Usually I'm just kind of that, like 20, 20, 25, 25 26, 26, yep. somewhere in there. 
But uh, anyways, I just kind of thought I'd dive in. Uh, you know, I saw that $52. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, for a year-long fishing license. Like, that's a pretty good deal. They have uh, family fishing licenses. Yep. And, and you know this, Matt. Can I, if, if I bought a family fishing license, can each person keep a limit? Or, or is that just one limit? No, I think Minnesota, each person can keep a limit. Each person can. Uh, okay. South Dakota used to have a family license. They don't have it anymore. But that one was if you had a family license, you could only keep one limit. Okay. So. Okay. Now, uh, um, I went through, kind of looked at the prices um, for a non-resident fishing license. Uh, $48 in North Dakota. Uh, like I mentioned, $52 in Minnesota. $48 in Iowa. Uh, Wisconsin is $50. And if you uh, are a first-time buyer... Uh, that, that gets dropped down to $25 and some odd cents, 70, 80 cents. And, uh, Nebraska 76, uh, second most expensive next to the great state of South Dakota that, uh, um, not only are you going to pay $75 or $74, you're going to turn around and pay a $25, uh, habitat fee. So basically I think it comes out to 70 or 97, 98 bucks right in there. And, uh. I don't know. That's crazy. They're they're double what everyone else is, but uh, I don't think it's I don't think it slowed anyone down. No, and you're going to see an influx of Minnesota fishermen going over there now to fish for walleyes because uh, yep. Minnesota walleye season is closed. So you know to get their fix, they're going to probably head over across the border or down this way into Iowa. Yep. Yep. That but, is. Uh, but one nice is. thing is the panfish bite heats up here on late ice so yep. some of the best pan fishing is up there in minnesota our our, our uh, walleye season's closed over at the iowa great lakes now also i yep. believe that was like february 10 february 14 Somewhere something like that but uh um yeah like a few other lakes that are still open so um hooked on hard water hooked on hard water that's where we were last week uh <clears throat> if you're new to this show uh, hooked on hard water is a really cool event uh, put on by our good friend, uh, Craigie XL Euler out of, uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, uh, pairs 60 pro ice fishermen with, uh, 60 boys, um, from the Rapid City Club for Boys. Uh, a lot of these kids are underprivileged, uh, kids that, uh, um, you know, really just need some, uh, good one-on-one attention, uh, with, a, uh, a positive role, adult role model and, uh, you go down to the club on Friday night, uh, you meet and greet, you play a little dodgeball, you play some basketball, arts and crafts, uh, everything you can possibly imagine, uh, have supper together. And then on Saturday morning, a uh, bus brings all the kids out to Deerfield Lake. You meet up with your boy, you spend the day ice fishing, throwing snowballs, eating fish, eating hot dogs. Uh, just, uh, just a really, really incredible, uh, deal, uh, event and, Matt and I have been uh, lucky enough, uh, me five years and Matt four years, uh, yeah. this, this past week was our fifth and fourth, uh, respectively, but, uh, um, yeah, just a really cool deal. This was the 10th one. So, uh, there's plenty of dudes out there that have been there for all 10, but, uh, yeah, our, uh, our trip started off a little action packed. It did, you know, sometimes what is that? What is like the old Navy SEALs adapt and overcome or something like that. And, uh, we definitely had to do some adapting uh, for our for our trip. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, the original plan uh, was for uh, Matt and Scott Mockentoon uh, to to take off on Thursday morning, and me and Dusty Ramsey and Matt Grave were going to take off on Wednesday morning. And uh, um, obviously, with uh, Winter Storm Olive coming in, we. Uh, we decided, you know what, we got to do something a little bit different. We decided we would take off on Tuesday night uh, because Matt not only had a, a basketball game Tuesday Tuesday evening, Tuesday yep. afternoon, um, I, uh, I made a deal with my wife that I could uh, leave that evening, but not until my son went to bed. Um, of course, you know, when you make a deal like that, that's the night that uh, Slate wants to party all night long. But uh, um, it was it was eight eight. 815 or whatever uh took off met up with everybody over at our buddy ramrod's house got everything loaded up and, and, it's, uh, and it's one of those deals like when we're loading up like it starts to snow oh yeah and it's just like oh 
so we're hustling and you're, you're trying to make sure you have everything and i mean you know how that goes sometimes yep. you're like oh, and especially when all of our tra- travel plans change by a day or two so then you're really scrambling like I know there was a few things that I was like, ah, I don't have to do that until like Tuesday night or when uh, Wednesday I'll have time to do that and stuff. Yep, and then yep. all of a sudden it's just like, oh crap. And then on top of it, on Tuesday morning, em- Emily was going to take off for work and she's like, my garage door, I think a screw fell out of it. And it's not, it's kind of looks kind of wonky and stuff. And I was like, well, can it go up and down yet? And she's like, yeah, so she could get out. And I thought, oh, of course on Tuesday, yep. luckily I had some time in the middle of the day and I called up a local, local handyman and who's really good with garage doors and he's like yeah i got time and he came over and met me and got her all fixed up in about half an hour 45 minutes so right so that all changed but then yeah we're loading up and it it starts to snow and it's (laughs) it's an adventure yep and so so we knew we were going to be taking off you know at at the very earliest uh 8 8 15 uh ends up being closer to 8 45 we find out that they're closing i-90 and so we uh, we put our heads together and uh, figured uh, next best thing would maybe be to drive south down to uh, Sioux City and across on uh, Highway 20 all the way across Nebraska. Uh, that's exactly what we did. Um, and and we ran out of the snow heading south pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, we by did. the time we hit Sioux Center, Iowa, I mean we were out of the snow. It was smooth sailing. Uh, got down to Sioux City, started heading west, smooth sailing for, for quite a while. And uh, we got to O'Neill, Nebraska. That's where we needed to uh, uh, get a little fuel. Um, and it was shortly after that that, that the storm started uh, firing up again. And uh, it was shortly after that that it was like, <laughs> We're oh in boy. It. <laughs> We're in it. This is it. <laughs> this We're is here. winter storm olive, that yeah. old bitch. <laughs> Yeah, she came knocking. That's for sure. Yep, uh, we uh, we we plugged along as best as we could, and and, and, uh, and it wasn't like it was just like normal driving, just a, ve- a vehicle. I mean, you're hauling a 30 foot trailer with oh a, yeah, yep. with a side by side and a four wheeler and a whole bunch of ice fishing gear in it. So. Yep, yep, and uh, um, you know, you had seen that there was some rain out that way earlier, so you never know. Like, man, is it kind of slick underneath of here and and uh, it wasn't too much longer after that. Uh, Matt, you fell asleep. Uh, yeah. Matt Grave fell asleep. Took Scott Mockington yeah. fell asleep. So uh, it's it's me and Ramrod uh, talking. You know, Ramrod. You know he he's there for the entertainment factor. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's he's pretending to be a rodeo announcer. <laughs> We're naming bucking bulls. We're doing all sorts of stuff. And he's got his random know. beatbox, and all of a sudden he'll just start rapping. Yep. But. Uh, um, you know, him and I, we talked and talked and talked and talked, and there was times when, you know, you felt good going 55, 60, and there was times when you were going about 12 miles an hour, and you cross your fingers and yeah. <laughs> hope that you're still driving straight because you can't see the end of the hood. And, exactly. And, uh, um, you know, there we, we ran into some finger drifts, and, and you know, it, it's one of those deals when, when you get out Valentine and, and you know every well, place listen, in between it, it gets pretty desolate out there in the well that's yeah. just it and, <laughs> and uh you know the 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 cells cell service don't work in a lot of those places and uh it was one of those things if if we were going in the ditch or we were getting stuck we were spending the night there because yep. we weren't calling no we're one gonna and, have to get pretty cozy with each other yep. so so whatever uh um 13 hours later we finally rolled into the black hills we took highway 20 all the way across uh, northern nebraska up to shadron uh shadron up to ulrich's hot springs and and then finally up to custer and and uh, uh to hill city and i think you really had like the right attitude for it like when we were driving out there like we didn't look at it like we're trying to get to hill city you kind of had it as just get to the next town just get to the next <laughs> town. what do we get what did you keep saying like like win, small yep, small but, wins or yep, something like another that win. we got another win <laughs> every time we pulled into a town especially if it had a gas station it was like <laughs> yep, right, it's another win it's a win you know yep. <laughs> when 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 everyone was sleeping and it was me and ramrod when we would hit a town you know say we hit long pine and I would say, Ramrod, how long until the next next town? And he'd say, 17 miles. And it's like, all right, I think we got 17 miles. Like yeah. we, we can do 17 miles. Like it wasn't that bad, you yep. know, coming into this one. 
And, you know, I mean, it was a real sense of security every town that you would hit because it's it like, was. you know, if, if, if it would get crazy bad or, you know, even if we would roll out of town and get a mile down and that's where we would get stuck, at least I know, like, there's a town a mile back. And usually usually with those small towns, it always seems like like if you got to get assistance from somebody else and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? We know somebody here in town that has some extra room and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, Daryl's oh, got a big <laughs> truck. He can get you. Right. <laughs> yep. Or like if you had to stay the night, it's like, oh, no, you, you know, they got an extra. We'll put you up at Gladys's. <laughs> right. She's got a big basement yeah. and got some couches down there. So Make some mean biscuits and gravy <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> yep. But no, it was a, it was a sense of security every town we would hit and, and uh, yeah, well, we normally just kept, the drive would take what five six hours five and a half to five five and a half to six to get us to Rapid and you know obviously once you hit Rapid you got uh, oh you know extra forty five minutes getting out there to Hill City and then uh, where our cabins are you know ten ten minutes past that so I mean realistically fifty minutes past uh, um, you know probably right. fifty minutes past uh, Rapid. So yeah, anywhere you know six and a half ish, yep. and um, yeah, it took us thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it sure did. But uh, we, whatever we the case, in the whole hill city at about what nine 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 thirty in the morning. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's gaining an hour going west. Yeah. So uh, yeah, whatever got us a belly full of breakfast at the Hill City Cafe and it tasted pretty good. You damn right it did, and especially we, for you. I mean, I got to give you a shout out for driving that whole damn way. I mean, was, white knuckling it. It was and, good. I'm just yeah, that's what big dogs do. <laughs> yep, but uh, nope. Uh, we got a belly full of breakfast and went and took some naps. <laughs> that's that's about all a guy can do. So, and that, it's one of those things after like being on the road that long, you. I mean, like you, we probably all could have laid there and just slept the whole right. entire, but then all of a sudden you get up at like 10 or 11 and you're not tired and you yep. stay up and it's like, well, you're going to get up the next morning too. So yeah, I, we took about a three hour nap and when I woke up, it felt like I was hung over, man. My <laughs> head was throbbing. It was felt like I got kicked in the head by a freaking Cox ranch bull. <laughs> and I, I was I was in pretty rough shape, but I uh, got a little extra strength. Tylenol started drinking a lot of water. Uh, got that in my system and, and, uh, you know, then that night we went to bed on time and, uh, um, yeah, we kind of, kind of straightened it all out. Uh, went and ate at Alpine Inn. Oh yeah. That was damn that good. That was really good. So, uh, yeah, then pff, come Thursday, well that, that, that basically took up our Wednesday, you know, napping, hanging out at the cabin, getting, getting settled in. But yeah, come Thursday we wake up and it's like negative 29 degrees. It was cold. And, uh, that's not ice fishing weather. I don't give a rip who you are. You can call me a fair weather fisherman. I'll take that badge <laughs> with honor, whatever. But, uh, um, so we, we waited around. That was the day of the Craig and Memorial Tournament. We waited around, uh, you know, until... It, it got a little bit closer to zero. Finally went out. All of us caught our 10 fish, weighed them. Um, you know, obviously it wasn't uh, wasn't a super high showing, but, uh, you know, we, we weighed 10 fish, and I guess at the end of the day that's all we really needed to do. Uh, and, yeah, whatever. You, you were somewhere in the middle of the pack, uh, I yeah, think. Yeah, Mocktoon finished in front of me a couple spots. Did he? Two, okay. Yeah. I, I think, think we were in the – like the low 20s or something in there yep me ramrod and gravy were were i don't know fourth fifth sixth from last whatever but and, and uh, the thing was that the weights were really they really were close so if oh you, yeah if especially you, if a guy down could there, have got yeah. on to a few more you know nine inch nine plus inch gills yeah well i had I like mean, a dandy crappie i mean like yeah, a did. dandy dandy crappie but i also had about a f- five and a half inch crappie too and well, whatever we're trying to wait 10 suckers and i wasn't exactly catching them non-stop so yeah. whatever and then we went up to uh the weigh-in yep at uh mountain meadows mountain meadows there we yep. go that's what i was looking for at mountain meadows and this year was really nice you know usually the weigh-in is outside and it's it's pretty cold and everything and we cleaned the fish from the tournament all the fish are clean there that night and those are what are used to fry fish out on the ice on Saturday for the kids. So that's why we keep a lot of, like, pretty much a lot of the things we catch because they're yep. getting cleaned and uh, they're going to a good cause. Yep. And this year was nice. They had a nice one of their outbuildings with a 
wood burning stove in there going. So damn it was, nice. It was all inside, clean and fish inside. So yeah, we got back to there and uh, weighed our fish in and had went us in. a couple of burgers. Yep, went in, had some burgers, and uh, came back out and did a little cl- uh, fish cleaning session. And we actually whipped that out pretty good. We had a good system going. When you get yep. three or four guys going, a couple on the Five Flay, guys. Nice five guys, yep. A couple on flaying the fish, and other ones taking out the ribs and, you know, getting the skin off of them and everything like that. So, Yep. Shout out to uh, Jeff McGowan and Nick Mutzinger. Yep. He, they both uh, lend us a couple uh, fillet knives so, uh, you know, that all five of us could be getting in there, getting some work done. And uh, many hands make short work, and we got her done. Turned around, went for whiskeys and steak over at... Uh, cabin five and frickin a were those good steaks steaks the size of a hubcap they were they were huge they were huge steaks yep gotta let the big dogs eat and i ate (laughs) i think we did i did too yep and they're damn good yep that was good uh friday kind of have a free what are you talking about we can't we can't we got to talk about the leg wrestling leg wrestling yep i mean we're over at cabin five doing cabin five stuff with the boys that's exactly right uh so uh, Robbie Rembrandt uh, takes the champion. Back to back. Yep. Uh, uh, Leg wrestling crap. <coughs> yep. Champ. Uh, second place. Uh, who did? I think Gravy was second. Gravy got second. Uh, and then and Ramrod. Ramrod third and Josh Cox fourth. And Josh Cox fourth. Yeah, I mean, they're bringing in the new fresh meat from the Cox Ranch, and he just. I expected I was, more out of so him. So did I. I was, I was a like, disappointed. I was putting my money on him, but I'll give him. I'll, you know, I'll say that. They just got out the truck and, you know, yep. they just came inside and we all are like, you're wrestling. Let's go. <laughs> yep. And he ain't a very big guy. No. I mean, he's, he's, he's got strength. So he's you, scrappy. so you, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't straight up wrestle him. Nope. No way. Heck no. no. He'd put me on my back quick, but, uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, then Friday, uh, went out to Legion Lake, uh, with a couple fellow dirt bags, uh, Jim Bustle, Scott Olson met us out there. Uh, the Cox boys met us out there, had fun chasing the trout. Uh, beautiful scenery out there on Legion Lake was a lot of fun that way. Jay Welk was out yep, there. Yep, Jay. And, big, and big League Buddy. Big League Buddy was there. Yeah, Big so. League and the crap out of everyone. Uh, but everyone knows you don't Big League a Big Leaguer, buddy. Three-finger chest poke you. No, it was fun. And the thing it was a about riot. The thing about it, too, is... You know, the last few years we've went up to Center Lake, and and that's just an absolute blast to go up there. And this year it's like, let's try something a little different. I yep. mean, there's all these lakes that you didn't know about. Like, I didn't know that Legion Lake was out there. Like, I didn't know that it existed until yep. we started to talk to Jim about it on Thursday night. And it was just like, yeah, let's hit, yeah, let's let's hit Legion. Give it a shot. Like, see yeah. what happens. Yep. There was a couple other lakes. Like, so if it wasn't working out, we could have hit them right there, too. So, yep. Yeah. Center was relatively close. That Bismarck was close. Stockade uh, was yep, pretty stockade's close. close. I'd like to go uh, up by Keystone, up by the Mount Rushmore. There's a Horse Thief Lake, and that's got some pretty cool cliffs all around it oh, and whatnot. Yeah. That'd be a. Be another cool lake to go fish sometime, but there there's a lot of little lakes out there, and I think they all hold trout and and. Uh, it's always um, incredible to be fishing like five feet from a fifty plus foot rock wall, and you're only like five five foot away from it, and you're yep. in like fourteen seventeen foot, foot of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, Holy bucket! Yeah, like this is so cool. Yep, yep, no doubt about that. Um, yeah, then. Uh, Friday, Friday night, Friday night the, meet and, the meet and greet. Yep, uh, my boy's name uh, this year. I had a new boy named Hazen. Um, Hazen was ten years old. Uh, uh, cool little cat, lot of energy. Uh, um, little shy at first, uh, but uh, he yeah. he eventually came around, and um, he just kind of seemed like one of those dudes that was just friends with everyone there, everywhere you went. Uh, everyone was was uh, saying hi and and you know whatever to Hazen. Uh, it sounded like, uh, he had done some ice fishing before, but, uh, uh, I could definitely tell when we got out there on Saturday, uh, ice fishing was cool, but throwing snowballs <laughs> and finding Jonah. Holy moly. We looked forever for Jonah and, uh, come to find out that was actually Tyler Ray's boy. And I remember walking by Tyler Ray three or four times and I didn't know who Jonah was. So I didn't know who the hell we were looking for, but, uh, uh, whatever we, uh, you know, if, if. If he wants to catch a couple fish and then go throw snowballs, by all means, that's what we're doing. We're throwing exactly snowballs, right. and 
eating hot dogs and eating fried fish and whatever and and uh you know at the end of the day that's uh that's what it's all about just getting out there hanging out having a good time and and uh yeah yeah what it is is what it is yeah friday night is always fun it's like all the all the pros in quotes we all go into the one of the gyms there and it's kind of like the other the kids are in the other gym they're like side by side joined by a a door and it's always funny you can hear like the wild chaos going on in the other gym and all the pros are over in the other one and you can just it's fun looking around the room and like kind of seeing the guys like all right you know getting themselves psyched up and pumped up like for what's about to happen thankfully they don't just open the doors and all the kids don't come flying in there yep they just kind of come in one by one and they hold up the sign for the pro that they're paired up with and you know this year we got some jerseys yeah and that was the thing too is like the kids came in with just some killer awesome jerseys that they gifted to all of the pros and those things are sweet i mean way badass they look cool they feel awesome so i mean that was so cool to get that from those guys and uh like i said it's always fun like when you get to see like for me i had jeremy was my boy yep. i had him two years ago last year i had his brother tucker but we he was there fishing with tristan cox and but we still talked a lot and everything like that so to have him this year again i mean when he came walking in we saw each other i mean it was like yeah like and we, he's really we, grown up right and we literally ran across the gym and gave each other like just a huge bear hug and stuff you better watch it you'll, you'll bear oh, hug the shit I know. Out of you. he'd freaking <laughs> knock you out he gave me a old squeeze and i was like holy buckets man this is I, like what you've been doing and i wrestled him out right around right, right away he's like i was i wrestled this year i mean he was excited to yep. tell all yep. about like what he did he's a freshman in high school now it's just crazy to think that and uh but yeah like when you're at the club with those kids and we've said it before on here in years past when we talk those kids take such pride in that place like they can't wait to you know show you whether it's like go play pool or play carpet ball or they bring you into the shop for like the craft stuff and uh the place is just so cool i mean yep. there's different areas there's an outdoor court there's a another building across from the main building that's like for the older kids yep you know so they can kind of get away from the younger kids because they can go to the club all the way till they graduate high school right which yeah is, that's exactly which is really cool because it provides such a safe haven for those kids and you know just talking about the club we go down there i, I gotta and we gotta give a huge shout out to the staff oh, at the for club sure. for boys because you know you know yeah we get to go out there and we get to walk around and say oh you know the word of the pros and stuff like that but the real pros are those are those people that work with those kids every single day. I mean, day yeah, in we, and day out. We do it We do it two days for four or five hours. Right, they, we, and we in 365 there. You know, we come into their into their building. We get to bend some of their normal rules and, you know, misrupt their routines and stuff like that and uh, have some fun with the kids. But those those people are the ones that, you know, like I said, those they're the ones that are there every single day for those kids. They know them. I mean, they're walking around there like, hey, you know, like, hey, Jeremy, how's it going, man? You know, how was yep. this the other day? How'd you, you know, how'd that end up doing for you? And, you know, just to see that interaction with those guys, it, it, it's really cool. And, I mean, it just proves how important that place is. I mean, those people are doing more for those kids than, you know, they're getting more out of going to the club than what, and learning things than what they probably could learn in school. I mean, no just, doubt, just lifelong friendships and relationships with those people. It's quite incredible. Confidence, you know, I mean, right. confidence and, and, you know, not, not only do you respect your, your, you know, your, your friends and, and everyone else that goes to the club, but you learn to respect yourself. Like, you know, yeah. there, you, you have worth, man, you know, you yep. can, you can be a valuable member of society and, and, but you know, it, it all starts with believing in yourself and they're, they're building confidence in, in those, in those boys. And I don't know, that's, that's where it all starts. What did you, what did you guys all do? Like, what was your main thing? What did Hazen like to do the most? Um, we, uh, bingo, a lot of bingo, bingo was, we, we definitely went and played bingo until you, Ramrod won twice say. and I was just so damn sick and tired of it. <laughs> I wanted him to kick him clean out of the club. I was about to freaking 
tell somebody at the club that Ramrod had drugs on him or something <laughs> like that just to try to get him out of the bingo room. Uh, he won, what, 30 bucks in there or yeah, something like that? Yeah, fucking dirtbag. <laughs> yep, uh, we, we went and played video games. I don't know if he actually knew what he was doing because some of those kids clearly did. I don't know if... if uh, I don't know if he did or not, but uh, there was a lot of bush, button pushing, and and uh, I know the one time I got in there and I was just hitting every button on the thing, and that's all you can do. Yeah, I don't know if I was doing anything. Gives you a swinger's chance. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you might lie. you might hit the knockout punch, and all the kids are like, "How do you know that move?" I don't know. I yeah. just hit all the buttons you, at you once. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> I got secret cheat codes off the internet. But uh, one thing I did want to mention uh, now that uh, Hooked on Hard Water is all over, um, you know, obviously, uh, for those of you guys that have listened to the show for a while, you know, back in November, uh, Matt and I had a custom ice rod contest up at the Dakota Angler Ice Institute, and uh, we got 11 entries, ended up getting 12 rods, but uh, 11 entries into the custom rod contest. And uh, that was all to be donated to the Club for Boys for the Hooked on Hardwater event. And uh, with that, uh, um, I talked to Craig, talked to some people with the Club for Boys here um, a month or two ago. And uh, they had they had decided that, you know, donating 11 or 12 rods all to be auctioned off on, uh, you know, on the live or silent auction... Um, you know, that, that you're just kind of saturating the auction with a lot yep. of, a lot of different things. So, um, they asked if they could use them in, in different ways. And, and of course, you know, Matt and I both agreed that, uh, um, at the end of the day, we were donating them to the club for boys, however they see fit. And, uh, a couple of them were for raffles. A couple of them were on live auction. A couple of them were on silent auction, uh, you know, they used them as prizes for the Craig Teason Memorial Tournament. Um, kind of all different sorts of deals. Uh, I know Owen McBride with McBride Custom Rods had mentioned or had messaged me this morning. Uh, his was one that uh, Rod Walton actually won. Yep. Uh, in the uh, in the Craig Teason Memorial Tournament, so that killer cool rods actually going down uh, uh, to Southeast Iowa, um, but. Uh, um, I, I know for sure I, I can tell you one or two rods went for for like a thousand bucks on the live auction um, I don't know that any of the rods went for under 500 um, you know I mean they were they were bringing good money uh, I know I know for a fact that a lot of people were after uh, one of the rods that was on one of the raffles um, that that our buddy biggie made I know ramrod was was dead said he was going to try to win that we talked to some other dudes that really wanted that rod so um i don't know i i i don't know a, a real number but uh i think it's five five thousand dollars at least yeah, somewhere right in that there, uh, that we raised with that so um hats off to everyone that that built a rod for us uh hats off to everyone that uh you know, voted on the rods and, and, and hats off to everyone that turned around and bid on the rods. I know Definitely. our buddy, Chris Peters got the rod way back during Dakota Angler license to Chris messaged me. And he said, I'm going to own that yellow rod. <laughs> and, uh, and it was, it, he owns, he, he owns that it. yellow rod. He owns it. Uh, I remember when, uh, I looked over and, and, uh, when they went, when that rod, which, uh, built by our buddy, Dan Gay, uh, when that rod came up, Chris stood up, he looked down at his wife, shook his head, and Chris went walking like to the bathroom or something, and Shantha did the bidding, and I I, I think I'd be afraid to know <laughs> where that was going to go, because I heard I heard a big number get thrown out that, that that's how high it would have gone, and uh, whatever, I'm, I'm pumped up for him, because like I said, way back in November, he said he was going to own that rod, and like Matt said, he does now, yeah, so. Yeah, that's right. Way cool, but... Uh, yeah, other other than that, I mean, smooth drive home. Smooth yeah. drive home on Sunday. I mean, didn't... Well, we got to talk a little bit about the banquet and stuff. I mean, the killer cool, good food and everything yep. like that. Yep. Great turnout. Uh, a lot of money was raised for the club. Ramrod's brother won the, the ATV and the raffle. Yeah, so, again, uh, out of four, Out of four ATVs given away, two of them have officially come back to Rock Rapids. Right, so, uh, you know, if you're going to buy tickets... I mean, You'd be a fool to buy them from anyone else. Right. 
Well, except for Lyle Mitchell. Yeah, who sold $11,000 worth of tickets. <laughs> and then another dude sold like $6,000. I really? think Nick Mutziger sold like $4,500 right. worth yep. of tickets. And No, overall, it was, the, the cool thing about the whole event is any event that you can be a part of where handshakes turn into hugs... Oh, yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> yep. I mean, normally all these guys, you get them out on the ice and they fish together or, you know, hang out in the cabins with each other and you see each other like that. Usually you're ending on a handshake. Yep. Hey, good job. Or it's just like, hey, it was nice fishing with you. Nice to meet you and everything like that. Handshake. You know, we're big macho dudes and yep. stuff like that. I don't need no hugs and stuff. Are you a hugger? But I don't, I, I'll hug. I don't care. I'm not one of them that's just like, no, nah, like where it's uncomfortable. Hey, you want to bring it in and hug it out, man? We're going to hug it out. I See, mean, I wish everyone was wearing a hat that let you know if they were well, a handshaker right. or a hugger. Right. Because I hate nothing more than the guy that, like, because I'm going to go for the handshake. Right. And then, like, Euler, he's a hugger. Right. Like, I mean, he, he, he'll hug a freaking, if, if he's talking to the carryout guy your, at the grocery he's store. He's hitting your hand away. You're coming in for the handshake, and he's like, get that out of here. Yep, we're we're hug hugging. Him. But, yep. see, I'm, uh, like, I'm that guy that, like, ends up going for the handshake and instead like hits him in the belly button then <laughs> then it gets awkward and it's like what's going oh oh and then in the meantime he's backed off you guys pat each other's shoulders yeah. as he's going for the right. hug he, he's backed off because he's like oh that he just not wanted a the handshake and and then but then i'm going for the hug and and so it's like this really weird stalemate like and, and you know it, no i know exactly what you're talking about like it, it's it's kind of like being at like a, a visitation yep you know, you don't know if if they're if they're hugging or handshaking, or, so like, or I just know. I'll I'll walk through with my arm out at full full draw and and just like hey guys I'm a handshaker yep. I'm a handshaker like or or you go to one and it's like you don't know anybody but one person up there like you know that person you don't know like their their relatives that are up there and stuff so, so you hug them so you're just kind of like hey hey you just give them like yep. a wave like sorry for your loss sorry for your loss and then you get to that one and like you hug them and then you kind of after that you're kind of like. I kind of need to hug these other people too, I guess. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, I, I'm good if everyone wants to hug. Like, I mean, I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not whatever. I just don't like that awkwardness. Like, you know, I'm. I don't want. I don't want to be the one that goes in for a hug, and they're and they're like, and you whoa, the, I was you, only going for a handshake. Like, and you get the side, the side kind of. They turn their when you're going to hug them. They kind of turn sideways to you. And right. Kind of like, all right, this is weird. When. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know. Like, is it is it weird to hug a lady? Like another lady? I don't know. Nah. Like, is that that that's okay? Hugging's okay. Well, when you're at the, like an event like this and stuff like that, where it's like you don't see them very because it's and proper stuff. and there's right. other people around. Right. Okay, it's okay. not like you're just hugging just to hug. Like, hey, all right, let's hug it out. You know? <laughs> I, you know, maybe I'll just find out I'm such a hugger. I'm just gonna walk around just hugging, hugging everyone. People. Yeah. Like, hey, but, you need a hug. But uh, but that's what I mean. Like yeah, as, I know every, exactly what and, you mean. If everybody, as everybody's like parting ways, and like you're seeing each other for the last time, whether it was at the banquet that night, like everybody, like hey, you know, see you next year. I mean, and that's a cool thing about this event too is that it brings, it kind of like you only see each other once a year, maybe, but when you get back there, it's kind of like you're left off right where you were at. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. just like you can pick up, and then you know a lot of these guys were talking with each other daily leading up to the event and everything like that so i mean but the cool thing is you get to meet a lot of cool people right. too. like i've met so many cool people through this event yep you know that i would consider lifelong friends now and everything yeah, like no that, doubt about that, it that you know that you could call them up i mean this year we had jeff in the cabin with us and yep. uh, you know none of us had ever met jeff before or i'd talked to him and yep he's I mean, a friend now. right it's he's just like we we're just sitting one around of the dudes. we were sitting around in the cabin just bsing i mean and I mean, you've been in that situation, like coming in there, not knowing anybody. Yep. I was fortunate enough coming in. I knew you on the way out. I met Scott, you know, so I got to know right. him on the ride out. So then it's, yeah, I got a couple guys that I can, I can bounce it off of. But, uh, you, you went in there knowing absolutely nobody. And the first person you, you meet is old ZM well, Nighthawk. Lockwood <laughs> and yep. he offers you some pizza and yep. the rest that's, is history. Yep, that's when I knew this is my dog. <laughs> this is my dog. But uh Nope uh yeah. In 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 conclusion, hooked on hard water, incredible. Thanks to thanks to Craig Euler. And Craig, congratulations on year ten. Yeah, no doubt. Uh 
Um, humbled to be a part of it, but uh, super thankful. Um, you know what? We're we're gonna get into this quick. I came up with uh, I came up with a little thing here for you, Matt. Uh, um, just wanted to wanted to throw a little extra spice into this Ooh, episode. Um, sprinkle so, a little cayenne on yep. this situation. So, how how are we gonna go without mentioning um, meteorologist Dusty Ramsey? Oh, that that we waiting on that. Or are you gonna spice it up? Um, I just feel like it won't be a complete okay. trip. Yeah, it won't yep. be a complete let's, trip. Let's quick, let's quick mention this on the way back. <laughs> on the way back, smooth sailing, interstate's perfect, whatever. And uh, all only of a sudden, one emergency bathroom stop for Ramsey. Yep, so. yep, and and that's fair. I'm it all is. right with that. It I'm is. all right we with that. We need gas, anyways. Yep. So uh, Matt Grave says, uh, yeah, sixty-five percent chance of rain tonight in uh, in. Back in Lyon, Co- yeah. Lyon County. And uh, it's like, oh, really? Okay, yeah, 65% chance, whatever. And uh, Ramrod proceeds to tell us, uh, hey, did you guys know that that's, you know, that 65% is not actually the probability of rain uh, uh, in that area? It's uh, it's just saying that rain is 100% going to hit 65% of that area. Right. And I said, <laughs> what did you just say to me? <laughs> And he said, no, yeah, it's not actually the probability that that's going to get rain. It, it's saying that that 65% of the area, like, so if they say 65% of Lyon County is going to, uh, you know, Lyon County has 65% chance of rain. means that 65% it, of Lyon County is going to 100%. Or yeah. it's going to get rain 100% or whatever. Yeah, a chance. And I said, I just got dumber by, by listening to that. We, Where I did you hear that? It's one of those awkward signs. Like when we, you just sit there and you kind of process it and you're just like, do you realize what you just said? Well, and, and the best part is, I mean, Mockentune, who's, who's one of the smartest human beings we all know is like, yeah, that's not true. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's not true. And Matt's like, yeah, that's not true. And Gravy's like, yeah, that's not true. And, and then we asked him where he saw that. And he said, TikTok. Well, first he said online. Yeah, online. And on- Gravy said, no, you probably saw that on TikTok or something. So then Ram is like, no. So then he starts trying to scroll through it. And then he finds his proof somewhere. And he starts to read it. And it's the opposite of what he said. Literally what proof we what said. we said. <laughs> and and so then he tells me. But he still tries to argue the fact that he was right. Yep. And, and you know, sometimes Ramrod will just, he'll, he'll just argue with me just to piss me off because that's <laughs> the way that he does it. Like, even if he knows he's wrong, he just, he just wants just to try to get a rise out of me. Yep. So, so at this point in time, I'm kind of like, you know, is that what he's doing? And then I realized, no, that's not what he's doing. He's just really that fucking dumb. <laughs> and so, so then he tells me, he tells me, he says, I bet you if you call Todd Heitkamp, he'll believe me. When, you know, Todd Heitkamp's, uh, you know, chief meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And uh, I'm like, yeah, well, if I call Todd Heitkamp and he agrees with me, then you shut your mouth for the whole entire rest of the trip. And then he told me that if I was right, that, you know, I just get to keep living like I'm living as, as the smarter human being. And so we called Todd and I, uh, I explained to him exactly what Ramrod said. And Todd proceeded to tell us that he believed the IQ of Lyon County would go up if Ramrod moved out <laughs> and that I, I was correct. Ramrod was wrong. So we talked to Todd for a little bit, have our laugh. Thanks, Todd. You know, thanks for being our on-staff meteorologist that we can call with any sort of weather questions like that uh, and and hang up with him. And then Ramrod proceeds to say, well, I think I'm actually kind of right by what he said. <laughs> trying, right. and, and, and at that point, I just said, you know what? You just shut your mouth. Just be quiet. I've had enough, whatever. And then And then he finally came around and realized he was wrong. But, uh, um, yeah, so, so if you see that TikTok, don't go around spreading that. You're an idiot if you believe that. False and, information. Uh, yep. But, all right, all now right. back to getting spicy. Now it's getting spicy here. This game here, Matt, is called Gotta Get Rid of One of Them. Gotta Get Rid of One of Them. Gotta Get Rid of All One right. of Them. I'm going to give you three things. You gotta get rid of one of them. And, and I'm going to say you gotta get rid of them for a year. For not, a year. Not forever. For a year. But, but you got to get right. rid of them for a year. 
So uh, first one's first, open water fishing, ice fishing, or your cell phone. Cell phone. You get rid of your cell phone for a year? You can do that. I can do that. You can do that. Sometimes I wish I could. Like, sometimes I, there's a lot of times where I wish I could just get rid of it. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. It's like, I mean, yeah, it's really hard not to anymore these days, but it was like, Sometimes when you get out there and you do something for a couple, like we didn't have much for reception out there. Right. It's just nice to unplug. Yep. It was very refreshing and stuff. Like I think sometimes you get so caught up in stuff that's going on and your face, your nose gets caught up in it that you're just like, oh my God, I just wasted like an hour just scrolling through crap. Looking at, looking at false information on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Weather reports. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Your cell phone. Yep. I like that. All right, uh, pizza, steak, or all forms of fruit? All forms of fruit. You get rid of all forms of fruit? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I got to have my steak. Yeah. got to have some pizza every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, fruit. You ain't getting no I pie, mean, Matt. That's you ain't right. getting no pie. No, it's all right. All right. All forms of fruit. Pheasant hunting, working out, or Facebook? Facebook. Facebook. Getting yeah. rid of Facebook. Kind of the same yeah, thing but, as the cell phone but, deal, I suppose. But but did my workout really happen if I didn't post it on Facebook? That's true. That's true. <laughs> Probably didn't. Probably didn't. You can't go work out if you ain't got I Facebook had, or Snap. I had, I had to make sure to snap Lockwood yesterday morning and give him a little flex and say, back at it, buddy. Back at it. Pumping the iron. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pumping the iron. All right. Bait casters, spinning reels, or schoolies? I get rid of schoolies. You I mean, I, I love using a schoolie reel. But, yeah, you've been uh, getting mean, into it, but you could get rid of I, it for a year. I can get rid of a year because I can use a, I can use a spinning reel, okay. or an inline reel, I guess. So, all right, uh, air conditioning in your vehicle, shaving and haircuts, or text messaging. Air conditioning in my vehicle. You're at air conditioning in the vehicle. I, I find myself actually I, I love rolling the window down even when it's hot you know I just yep. putting the old arm up there and just there's a lot of times I'm coming back from the lake after a day of fishing and all of a sudden I was, I'll just drive with the window down and all of a sudden be like all right yep I, I, I kind of like that so sometimes the air movement feels better like yeah. I I can give myself a headache if I just right. sit in front of cold air conditioning yep. for too long yep. Yep, and I mean the haircuts and all that stuff. I mean my hair it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after, <laughs> on blower. <laughs> after a year, I mean I still don't think I, it's gonna look. I mean I'm not gonna be walking around with a hot Colgan do yet. I mean it's gonna take a few years to get yep. to that. But all right, yeah, all right. Snapchat, chicken wings, or radio in your pickup? Oh, Snapchat. Get rid of Snapchat. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. No problem. All right, that's that's all I had. I just thought, uh, you know what, we're gonna we're yep. gonna spice like, it up a little bit because I like chicken wings. Yep. And yeah, I'm getting rid of that old Snapchat. Yep. All right. Uh, since the last time uh, we talked with you guys, uh, the pair of uh, Colby Craninger and Ben Luderman have uh, have won another tournament, uh, another Shocker. Ultimate Panfish <laughs> League. Uh, 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 Ultimate Panfish League tournament. Uh, I'm not sure where it was up in Minnesota somewhere. Might have been on French Lake. So I've got to ask you, Matt. Uh, a a for one is is this the best ice fishing uh, tournament pair uh, in the game right now? Oh, easily. Is, are they the best ever? You know, I don't know many like ice fishermen like in the past, like with ice fishing tournaments. I only really started following ice fishing tournaments the last few years. And the way these guys have dominated tournaments and not just this year, last right, year and the year right, before. Right. And consistently finished up there, one champion or one like points team of the year and stuff like that. They are. I mean, they. I don't I, know that it's close. I, I mean, I think that they could be the best duo of all time. Just the way they work together and stuff, too. I mean,. There's just it doesn't matter what sport you're doing, what type of tournaments, like when it's a doubles or a duo thing like that. You can be good at fishing, like they can be good individually at fishing, and they can still not have success. Right. But the the ones that are truly successful have just like that it factor. 
like something that you can't explain like they can fish with each other so well that they feed off of each other's strengths like yep. another one of their weaknesses might be the other one's strength or i'm not gonna say weakness but they might not necessarily be as good as it is the other one, one of them's and, better at finding fish and the you, other one's and, better at catching the and fish and or, you and, yep. and you work together and you're willing to admit that a lot right. of times it's just right. like you i might know that i'm not as good at finding fish as you but i'm not gonna i'm just gonna be like oh well no and i'm gonna try to compete almost yep. with you on that but i those guys don't i mean they work so damn well together and uh they both know what they're doing and how to break down their ability to break down a lake and find a bite and to get those fish to bite. It, yeah. Well, so far in the Ultimate Panfish League, uh, they've got a first, first, and second. And uh, in the NAIFC, I don't remember what they actually got on West. They I didn't. think they're a top five in, on West. Were they? Yeah. And then they turned around and won it over on East. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that, I mean, Ultimate Panfish League, NAIFC, like, I mean, that's the highest level of, of tournament fishing. There's, there's some really good teams. Yep. I mean, not taking anything away from any of the other teams by saying that, like, they're the best. But, I mean, the proof is right there. Right. <laughs> yeah. What you said. No, so. if, 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 uh, if another team had uh, had a first, first, second, first, uh, we, we'll, well, we'll talk about you, too. Go ahead. Right. I mean, go, go win three major tournaments and, and get a second in the other one and a top five in the other one. And uh, yeah, hell, we'll get, we'll talk about you on the show too. We, I mean, not like Colby and Ben paid us to do this. I no, mean, you know, I mean, they're they're cool dudes. They've they've always treated Matt and I very good. Uh, sit and talk with us. Um, you know, been on the show once, but I mean, we we've, we've got no affiliation with those guys. Uh, just hard to uh, hard to hard to look past the results, man. Hard to look past the results. It so. is. It's right. The, the, the data is there. Yeah, look at the data. Look at the data. Look at the data. But uh, all right, uh, Bassmaster Fantasy. Um, after two tournaments, I don't know who the hell was in the lead after the first one. All I can tell you for sure is that uh, um, as of right now, we've got uh, K Payne. Up in first, M. Stainer in second, uh, Chris Sealer third, M. Gilbert fourth, Courtney Poppinga fifth, uh, Jeremy Franken, Jeremy Franken, I believe, uh, our drippy friend Ramrod, Landon e. Misuski, which is a hell of a fun name to say. C. L. Tiller, I'm assuming he's got a tiller boat, badass. Uh, Steph Lawson, Mason Props, Melissa Graves, Brian Crane. B wool B Y by R Byer T Lipsius. That's a fun one to say too. Yeah. Uh, the initials Colby Van Hammersbeek, D Kelly Slab Game Rick, my brother. God dang it, you're even beating me. Stu the Noob's beating me. JP beating 19th, me. Nick Fulton, he's up there. Yep, that's right, Nick Fulton. I missed that one. Um, yeah, we got uh, a bunch of bunch of studs up there. Up on top, uh, I'm officially down in 31. Thanks a lot, Bradley Holman, you freaking piece of garbage. Well, if I wouldn't have had Brian New this last one, I would have been up more too, but he got 103rd. Yeah, well, if your grandma had balls, she'd be grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) New new Midwest Angler podcast stickers coming out soon. grandma had balls she'd be grandpa we can make that happen i will do it i will do it if grandma had balls she'd be grandpa that's right uh, yeah Uh, whatever thanks to everyone who's playing that uh i don't know i don't even know who won the first tournament i don't know whatever we'll we'll get some sort of prizes going i was hoping to get some freaking pizza coupons i reached out to tombstone hoping to get some uh uh, factory coupons from them never heard back <laughs> piss on them so i didn't review one of their pizzas tonight they can they can eat it but uh i did review a pizza did you oh pizza review pizza review uh this we, week we, we we uh put down a few frozen pizzas damn right out there we did it was good yes it was it was damn good but uh this week's uh pizza review uh gonna go with surfer boy pizza multi-meat uh sausage ham and pepperoni um got it at walmart price was all right you know we're talking uh 
we're talking mid-tier pizza, you know, not the $12, $13, $14 pizza, but uh, not the $3 pizza, you know, mid-tier, six, seven bucks. Uh, First things first, big box, small pizza. Kind of get you with, uh, you know, thinking, oh, man, this is going to be a biggie. Not. It's not. small. Whatever. Uh, You know, got it out. Toppings looked good. Threw it on the oven, right on the rack. Um, Whatever. Uh, Not the best sauce. Not the best sauce. Kind of a runny sauce. Um, Towards the middle of the pizza, dang good. Really good crust. When I got to the outside, that that crust was a little thicker than probably my liking. Um, Overall, I mean, it, it, it was good. It was good pizza. Uh, sauce gets knocked a little bit. The outside crust gets knocked a little bit. Uh, the fact that they sell it in a really big box, but it's kind of a smaller pizza gets knocked a little bit. Um, not, not the best one I've ever had. Plain and simple. I'm, I'm not, not going to do fan. I'm not going to, you know, it, it, it wasn't bad. It okay. wasn't bad. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd eat another one. If I, if somebody had some surfer boy pizza, hell yeah, I'll, I'll throw another one right on the rack. But, uh, I'm I'm gonna go right out and say six three, six, six three. three. All right, you know? I mean it's still respectable score. Yeah, I mean it, it's, I mean beats the piss out of a Totino's. Yep. You know I, I don't know I I don't remember what I gave a Jack's pizza, but uh, you know Jack's is cheaper. You probably get less pizza with a Jack's, but uh, you know I don't know it, it, it's somewhere in that ballpark. I mean if if you bring a girl home from the bar and you throw in a Surfer Boy. She's not going to leave you, but, right. but I mean, she's probably. She might make fun of your small pizza. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah like, She'll be like, oh, well, the box. She's probably going to ba- tell. In the box, it looked bigger, but when yeah. I see it in person, it's yeah. pretty small. Yeah. Yeah. When she talks to her friends tomorrow, she's going to be like, well, I was he is a, a nice, let down. He is a nice guy. A little let down. He is a nice guy. Yeah. He was a nice guy, but his pizza was a little small. <laughs> so. like, like Matt said, box is big. I mean. You know, yeah. not not saying you can't pack a punch with a little pizza, but all show no this grow. One, <laughs> this one did. All show no all grow. Show no grow. Uh, no. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, good news stories this week. Uh, Brought to you by our good, good buddies, buddies, Freedom Brew, Austin and Brianna, Larchwood, Iowa. I don't give a rip what the hell I got going on this Saturday. I'm going over there. Going to get it. Yep. Weather's going to be nice. You know what that means. We're back to fro. We're we're back to frozen drinks. Are you? Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't give a rip anyhow. Um, I, I I don't get me wrong. I like uh I like some warm coffee, but just something about you know one of those uh, caramel frappes. You got to get uh, got to get the blended ice. I just that's it's what I like. It's what I'm gonna get. I don't care. I don't blame you. Yeah, one bit. So that's what I'm gonna do on Saturday. Um, I don't think I got anything else going. So, yeah. Freedom Brew, Larchwood, Iowa, worth the drive from anywhere. It, it dang right that it is. So, um, good news stories of the week. Yeah, I'm going to go first. Uh, first off, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, our drippy friend, Ramrod. Um, we're thinking he knocked his wife up. <laughs> we're thinking he, we're, he, he did. He did. He I did. don't think we're thinking. I think we know that he did. Well, all i'm saying is that ivy's pregnant yeah ivy's pregnant ramrod's claiming responsibility um whatever i'm I'm gonna have to teach another ramsey here and it's terrifying it's truly terrifying it really is i mean we can we can hope it's a girl and she takes after ivy because if it's a boy i i don't think they're doing a gender reveal they're gonna they're gonna roll the dice and and go to the hospital and see what happens paint everything green they're going to be able to tell if, I mean, you get close to Ivy and you hear a little beatboxing, you know that they're having a boy. <laughs> and this here's a cowboy coming out of Rock Rapids, Iowa. Get on your feet and get out of your seat for one of the top riders. Oh, God. Yep. Yep. Uh, but whatever. Like I said, Ramrod knocked up the wife. Congratulations <laughs> to, to him. Sorry for her. God uh, dang it. Uh, we really truly are happy for him. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we freaking love the uh, Whoa. Yeah. 
we we uh, love Ramrod. We do. Freaking, he's we do. I, I I'm hard on him, but like I said, that that moron stayed up with me for 13 hours straight, and uh, if it wasn't for him, we'd be in a ditch somewhere in Western Nebraska. Exactly. But, uh, whatever congratulations to them uh excited for them awesome awesome couple and uh um may god bless their souls <laughs> so how about you mine you know what my good news story of the week is i'm gonna give a shout out to our our good buddy biggie 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 he drove all the way out to rapid city um up to deerfield to help with the hooked on hard water event uh he was out there frying fish yep. and helping yep. fry the fish and everything like that drove up there you know we always get people ask us like oh man like i'd love to be a part of that i'd love to be a part of it like what can i do well, you can always tell them you can donate or you know what come on out to rapid city we tell people all the time come out there and check out the event uh buy a ticket to the banquet t- and yep, see go it. to the banquet do all that and you know what biggie biggie went above and beyond and said hey you know i'm gonna come out i'm gonna help i'm gonna volunteer any way i can and he yep. came out there and he helped those guys fry fish up there and then uh, hung out there on the ice. And then, yeah, that night at the banquet, they, him and some of his buddies came to the banquet. So I thought that was really cool to yep. see him out there to do that. Yep, so, no doubt, no doubt. He put his money where his mouth is. Exactly. Everyone wants to be a part of it, but, uh, um, yeah. Uh, I also want to give one more shout-out to uh, our buddy Jason Ketterling. Uh, yes. A- uh, he works for the uh, State Patrol of South Dakota. Uh, kept all of us pros updated all week long with, uh, you know, road conditions on I-90, uh, travel conditions for all of us. Um, you know, it, he he's kind of the one that had us up, you know, before we had taken off. You know, hey, guys, interstates, you know, they're, they're going into meetings to close the interstate right now. Uh, kind of let us know so that we, you know, ha- had an idea as we were planning uh you know gave us a lot of updates all all week long but uh then on top of that uh thursday uh craig teasing memorial tournament um you know like i said we had uh each uh each way 10 fish and i was uh kind of sitting around the the six seven mark and uh ketterling uh had his 10 and he said hey scott why don't you hop over here i've got quite a bit of fish and uh i hopped into his shack and popped off three in a hurry and uh i mean it was I, I don't know how long I was in a shack, 10, 15 minutes, but, uh, you know, I mean, I was catching one every 20, 25 minutes, you know, right out, outside that. bouncing around and out you know, like cold. I said, yeah, 15 minutes in his nice worm shack. And, uh, yeah, I popped off three more. That's actually where I caught, uh, that, that nice crappie. So, uh, hats off to Ketterling, uh, any, a, any just any check in, make sure our drive was going good, like yep. how we were and everything. So. Yep, just a killer cool cat, and uh, um, glad, glad we got to know guys like him through Hooked on Hardwater, and glad we get to hang out with him when we're out there. But, uh, um, yeah, and then our boys and girls uh, off to our boys, state basketball. Yep, both our boys and girls teams qualified for state. The girls play on Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock in the first round, and the boys play next Monday at uh, 5 o'clock, I believe. Yep. For their first round, boys got the one seed and girls got the two seed. So, yep. Hopefully that. I mean, as much as I don't want to have, I'll be going to school until like June fifth or something. That's good for you. But uh, I want to see them have success too on top of it. So you bet. I can handle that. You bet. Well, there's four good news stories for you. Uh, you know, every once in a while we have those weeks where uh, one of us can't think of something. We, we. Uh, I'm gonna. We I'm gonna gain put, a few back. I'm gonna put a challenge out to the dirt bags. Okay. I want to. I want to see the dirt bags if they submit a picture of them with a freedom brew drink i'm gonna get them a five dollar gift card to freedom brew they gotta they gotta send us a, a picture, picture of them with a freedom brew with drink a free, with the freedom brew drink and uh, if they do that and then send it to us or post it on facebook post on, it on facebook all right yeah, post it on facebook to our page or post it and tag us in it and okay and then i'll we'll do that for a couple weeks here and then puts their name into a hat for a drawing for a gift card to freedom brew hell yeah hell yeah i like that i like that good call get those pictures go over there visit them you guys won't be disappointed we can guarantee you that nope 
Nope. And if you're coming through Rock Rapids on the way, give me a call. Maybe I'll ride along with yeah. you. <laughs> or if you're coming towards Rock Rapids and going through Larchwood, let us know and you can we can put an order in for it with you. That's right. That's <laughs> right. All right, guys. Uh, that is episode 208. Uh, um, coming down the pipe, we've uh, been talking with Kathy Roberts. That's uh, Dave Genz's daughter. Uh, we're going to get... Uh, get her on here to kind of talk about what it was like uh, growing up with uh, Dave Gens as your dad, what it was like, you know, uh, having, having your friends over and building ice shacks in the, yeah. in the garage and, and everything else that comes along with that. I think that'll be a lot of fun to have her on. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that's next week. Um, we've got a couple other people, uh, in mind. Um, so yeah. Um, Hopefully, hopefully you join us next week on episode 209, but uh, until then, we appreciate you, and uh, yeah, later. <laughs>